From massive airdrop to being a major player in the crypto space, Tron promises to help people build decentralized apps on their blockchain 4.0 platform. Today, you'll meet the creator of Tron, Justin Sun, in an exclusive interview with Bad Crypto's own crypto chick, Rachel Wolfson. We've also got some exciting news to share about a new podcast, which may or may not concern previously referenced crypto chick. Okay. It does. There, now you know the secret. Bitcoin and crypto are definitely facing a beer, beer, a beer run. Yeah. Bitcoin and crypto are definitely facing a bear market, but we are bullish on blockchain. And this is the place to get your dose of info you can use along with a few laughs. It's the Hey Mom, we're doing a spin off show, episode number 212 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Welcome to the Bad Crypto Podcast, the show for the crypto curious and the crypto serious. Hey, hey, what? That, that's Rachel Wilson. What is she doing with our show? Hey, that's what you're supposed to say, Mr. Joel Conlis. You're the crypto curious, serious guy. But she is the crypto chick. Rachel, how you doing? I'm doing well, thanks. How are you, Joel? I'm super pumpified because you are the first spinoff show. We are giving birth to a new podcast this week and it's it's yours yeah i mean it's i'm super pumpified also joel i'm really excited and i'm so happy to have this opportunity and i've already have been receiving great feedback from listeners and and today i was at a conference so people that i've met are really excited about that i announced it at the conference today so yeah i'm really excited travis she wordified did you get that she did. Wow, she's uh, she's she's part of the bad crypto family already. It's really making the up, only making up fake words. You yeah. got to make up both words. It's good. <laughs> well, before we get to that and today's interview, let's give a shout out to our show sponsor, Digitex. Now, you guys say it with me, okay? Ready? Here we go. All together now. Digitex Futures is launching a commission-free trading platform for Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Litecoin future contracts. This revolutionary trading platform is going to eliminate all transaction fees as well as withdrawal and deposit fees. This is game-changing stuff. The exchange that they're going to be launching operates on its own base crypto, the DGTX token, which is available for trading now. And you can join the early access waitlist along with over a half a million other people that are super pumpified to try out the Digitex futures platform at badco.in forward slash futures. I'm super pumpified too, you guys. We are here to pumpify you up. Nah. <laughs> My one Russian <laughs> word, better than that. Okay. So, Rachel, tell us about your inspiration for launching out into your own show, which is called The Crypto Chick with Rachel Wolfson. Yeah. So, I was really inspired because I'm going to so many conferences and events all around the world, as you guys know. Um, and I'm just getting really good interviews with very influential people in the space. And I really want to share these interviews with the world. And I just thought, you know, what better way to do that than with my very own podcast? And luckily, you guys gave me that opportunity. So that that really was my inspiration, just meeting all the people, because 
I, I have these opportunities to do that. And I want the world to know what everyone is saying. So it makes sense to have a podcast, right? I thought you were going to say your inspiration was Travis and Joel and our amazing podcast. And you want to have amazing podcasts too. Yeah, well, actually, that is also, I mean, both of you really, you've been my coaches and my, you've been my guiding me on how to, you know, have a podcast and do all that. So both of you are my inspiration for sure, because if it wasn't for bad crypto, I never would have gotten into podcasting and my interviews would just be sitting on a microphone uh, unheard by the world. You're the meaning of my podcast. You're the inspiration. Woo, so good. Well, you guys need to go listen because episode number one of The Crypto Chick is actually available now. Go to thecryptochick.io. That'll take you to the landing page for the show. Or you can go to where you listen to podcasts. I know for sure the show has been released on iTunes and Spotify. Um, If it's not already out on Google Play and Stitcher Radio, it's coming soon. So go subscribe. Those are the marching orders for today because you're going to get tons of great content from Rachel and to kind of tease you with a little bit of what you're going to get, we're going to have Rachel set up the interview that she is bringing us today on this show. Yeah, so I've got a really exciting interview for today's show. I actually had the chance to meet Justin Sun, the CEO of Tron here in San Francisco. So today's show is going to be featuring that exclusive interview. I mean, this content hasn't been released anywhere else. It hasn't been written about. Um, no one has heard it until this show. So it's pretty cool. I, I liked the first Tron. I didn't care much for the sequel, though, you know, with the light cycles. Oh, is that a different Tron? That's not that Tron? Yeah. I want a motorcycle like those, though. Those light motorcycle things, those were awesome. Yeah. yeah, that would be cool. All right, let's get into it. Rachel Wilson's exclusive interview with the founder of Tron, Justin Sun. So, Justin, let's talk a little bit about how Tron is building a decentralized internet. So, basically, we have like a brand new governance system called Depots. So, basically, every Tron holders in this system, they can vote to have their voice. Also, they can vote to have their governance. So, basically, we know like the first generation of the blockchain governance is called POW, Proof of Work. It's what's adopted by Bitcoin and Ethereum. But since the Tron we launched in the 2017, we have like a brand new uh, consistency mechanism called Depots. Mm-hmm. So it's just like a democratic um, election. So every token holders can uh, elect their leaders and they elect their, we call like a super representative. Mm-hmm. They uh, represent the whole network and their voters to uh, decided on the governance and the proposals in the network. So uh, basically, I think this is a very good way. Uh, we ensure the uh, decentralization. On the ha- other hand, we solve the governance problem. Uh, I can show some uh, show some data. Uh, first of all, we have the uh, 27 uh, super representative all over the world. Uh, in United States, Brazil, uh, Europe, Romania, uh, Vietnam, China, Taiwan, Hong Kong, Korea, uh, Japan. Uh, uh, so have different in the different continents. 
and also uh, we have the uh, super representative in different industry. Some people doing gaming, some people do uh, exchange, some people do the DApp on Tron platform. Um, so um, it, it, the uh, diversity is, uh, is very good. And so what exactly does a decentralized internet mean? Uh, I think the decentralized internet means, first of all, the data is held by the user themselves. It's not held by the centralized server or central, uh, centralized authority. I think that's the first thing. Uh, the second thing is the, the whole network can govern by the, um, uh, the community community member themselves. It's not like just like governed by the uh, like the president, the governed by the CEO. So basically uh, we consider Tron is also more like a protocol rather than like a company. I think that's also we introduced like a, a brand new uh, concept of the protocol rather than like a company institution or profitable uh, entity, stuff like that. I see. And so you've mentioned super representative. Yeah. What what does that mean? Yeah. Uh, so the super representative actually have like uh, several functions. Uh, first of all, technically speaking, um, the uh, super representative is the validator of the Tron blockchain network. Mm -hmm. You know, like the like the blockchain, like the uh, Bitcoin, like Ethereum. We all got this like validator. They helps to validate and confirm the ledger. Actually, uh, the first, uh, the super representative, they are the validator of the network. So um, they are the trust node. They help the network to validate the ledger. So that makes sure uh, we, we are the public chain. So you can trust on the data on the blockchain. You can also trust it on the transaction balance on the blockchain. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, the super representative has a, has a, like a, a, a second function. It is called like a political function. Mm -hmm. So they help to govern the whole network. Mm -hmm. uh, I can give you some examples. Recently, we just like passed like a proposal. It's just just like the bill in the Congress. So the congressman they discuss and then they vote to pass the bill. Mm -hmm. uh, so basically, uh, it's the same. We just like passed several bill in the Tron network to help we resolve the governance issues. So basically, uh, the governance is also discussed by those super representatives and they can give the proposal, pass the proposal, uh, deny the proposal. So also they have this governance um, kind of like the role. And the third, uh, third role is lots of the, um, because the super representative also get a reward from the network. So basically, uh, they also, uh, they can like use those rewards to fund their project. Mm -hmm. um, you can see uh, lots of the, our super representative also play like a very important role in the development of the Tron network. Mm -hmm. Some people develop like the decentralized exchange, some people develop the game, some people develop the apps, some people develop like tipping boats mm -hmm. in, in our network. So everybody is play like a different role in the whole network. I see. And how do you become a super representative? Oh, become a super representative is very simple. Uh, basically, uh, we have like uh, this kind of the uh, uh, standards uh, for their computer uh, computing power. So basically they can choose like their own machine or they can like rent a machine in AWS, like uh, like, like uh, Ali Cloud or Baidu Cloud, like all these cloud services, or they can use their own services. And then uh, 
they can register on Tron Network. Mm -hmm. uh, the the whole uh, cost is uh, just a hundred K TRX. It's a very low uh, threshold uh, because a hundred K TRX uh, right now is uh, equivalent to like two thousand uh, US dollars. Mm -hmm. So basically, uh, they can register on network, mm -hmm. and then they can be voted by others. So uh, the rest of the work is how you can win the society support. And the, uh, if you can get everybody trusted you, uh, they vote on you. So basically, be a super representative candidate is very simple. Okay. Uh, but the hard part is how to win the uh, uh, love of the society. Right. So it's yeah. just it's like a government mechanism. Yeah, exactly. I exactly. See. It's just run like uh, the democratic, uh, like the democratic government mm -hmm. and the best part is uh, when I give this example I said like the midterm just passed like uh, you um, have like a two or three years to change the congressman to change the senate mm -hmm. but for the super rep representative in the Tron network we change like every six hours oh wow so yeah so basically uh, if you have like some misbehavior or commit something like the uh, the 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 voters they don't like you, mm -hmm. uh, you may lose the like the the position like uh, very soon. I see. So so basically that's why it's come the internet everything is like a very short period period of the time. Yeah. I see. Yeah. And so and you've mentioned a lot about D apps. Yeah. So what are D apps and how are D apps being used to distribute content on a decentralized internet? Yeah. Exactly. Um, so basically, first I would like to um, give like a product we are working on and we will introduce in the next year, Q1. Um, so it's the Atlas project. So we uh, use the blockchain technology to help the BitTorrent to build up like a more um, uh, efficient way. Uh, first of all, when uh, people are trying to download something uh, in the BitTorrent network, we use a mechanism called tit for tap Mm -hmm. So basically, is how much you upload, how much you download. Mm -hmm. But this uh, mechanism uh, doesn't work when it comes to, uh, for example, uh, if I finish the downloading, I don't have the incentive to upload anymore. Mm -hmm. So that's a problem cause 30% of the swarm and the private tracker and also seed obsolete in like almost three months. Mm -hmm. So uh, we provide like a cryptocurrency, uh, like a token issue on the Tron network. Uh, we call BitTorrent as a solution to provide like an incentive plan for the, uh, the users. Mm -hmm. So basically, the more you upload, you can get the token incentive from other users, or you can get the token distributed by the system. So that's why you have this incentive to uh, maintain the whole network, to mm -hmm. contribute to the network. Mm -hmm. So basically, uh, why I think the blockchain is very uh, important, first of all, uh, BitTorrent is popular in 138 countries, so it's very important we find like a solution, like a payment channel, like all the country is the same. Mm -hmm. You know, right now the banking system and all these payment channel is fragile. You can't find a way like to change, exchange the value instantly, uh, globally. Um, so basically, that's one of the advantage we have here for the Tron network. We handle like 2,000 TPS. It's like a, uh, like just a second, right? For like all the transactions, and and the second thing is we want to have like a unique currency for the whole like blockchain uh, uh, blockchain system, uh, like uh, BitTorrent protocol. So everybody can exchange the value in a unified uh, unit. 
so everybody can exchange the data uh, use this kind of the currency and the third one is we want those currency and the ledger uh, transaction country uh, controlled by the network mm -hmm. not like a single uh, single parties like like we use today like alipay paypal because in this way you can you account may be frozen by others uh, you, your transaction may be suspended by others, right? Yeah. So because the BitTorrent protocol is also like a P2P uh, transferable uh, file system. So even for the file, you can like suspend others' transfer. Uh, so basically blockchain, I think is an organic fee. So like everything is just like the BitTorrent network works. So you can like suspend others' account. You can easier transfer from like uh, South Africa to United States. Yeah. Uh, so it's like an instant uh, experience, user experience. Right. So basically, people who want to distribute content yeah. on this network yeah. through Project Atlas, yeah. they upload the content and then they receive an incentive in the form of a cryptocurrency. Yeah, exactly. But is it the, the Tron token or uh, is it? It's a BitTorrent token. So ah. we call it like BitTorrent, just use our brand. I see. Okay. Yeah. The name is like BT. Okay, yeah. but that that's being released next year. Correct? Yeah, next year. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah. I think it's also um, gave like a BitTorrent like a second life because mm -hmm. like BitTorrent has been popular in the whole industry for like fifteen years, mm -hmm. but by adding the incentive plan um, to the BitTorrent um, system, I think we can uh, achieve much more in the future. I can also give you an example. Sure. Uh, not only like distributed the um, the content. Um, but also uh, in the future, like, like artists or um, they can very easier singers, they can very easier to even raise crypto for their album, for their for, for their like movie something because they can very easier because, you know, most of the like uh, singers, musicians, artists, they have like a huge fan base global in, in, in global. Right. Mm -hmm. But uh, how like uh, 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 Africa uh, fans uh, pay like uh, 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 idol in in United States, right? It's right. very hard. Right. But by cryptocurrency, uh, by like because we have have like hundreds uh, millions of the users all the world in one hundred thirty eight countries. So it's very easy if you got like BitTorrent, got like BitTorrent clients, you can very easy to like pay to or give the money or give the tokens to the artists, the singers, idols. So I think it will also provide like a new possibility for the whole industry. Yeah, that's yeah. really exciting. I yeah, mean, exactly. BitTorrent is huge, so I think that yeah. this is just the the natural next step. Yeah, now exactly. that blockchain technology has entered the picture. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and speaking of, what are your thoughts on uh, blockchain technology disrupting um, yeah. consumerism? Yeah, exactly. How how is that being? I guess Project Atlas is a very good example, yeah. but could you kind of go into uh, elaborate on that? Yeah, exactly. So basically, like everybody in this industry is talking about the massive adoption of the blockchain. When we're gonna have like a real um, uh, blockchain user case, I think definitely the project Alas and the um, the BitTorrent plus the blockchain is a very uh, vivid example of how we can use the blockchain to empower the like the. Uh, entertainment industry, the content industry, and also I think the uh, when it comes to the blockchain, the blockchain have like several advantages when we considering to design like any consumer models about the, like the blockchain user case. 
the first of all, we must uh, remember blockchain is the global business. Mm -hmm. So if you want to do like any consumer business, you must uh, make sure the user case is global. Mm -hmm. It's not like just focus on like one region or one country. For example, some people told me like, it seems like the transaction speed within like China, like Alipay and the uh, and the Tron is the same. Mm -hmm. uh, actually, it's definitely the same because Alipay uses the, like the centralized server. Mm -hmm. On this part, even the Alipay has like more advantage, right? Mm -hmm. But when it comes to global payment, mm -hmm. uh, you can find out like the blockchain instantly become like like the the, the top uh, options, right? right. Uh, the second thing is uh, when we trying to design a, like a user case you must find out the, the decentralized way, um, decentralized solution is um, is the best solution for this kind of user case. Mm -hmm. I can give you also some example, sure. especially when it comes to like the data storage uh, and the, when it comes to the ID identity, I think the blockchain is also like a, a very good use case mm -hmm. uh, because you know, like everybody nowadays, they don't want their privacy being stored by Facebook, Google, because those people can easier to manipulate the data, right? Mm -hmm. So they can push the ads to you. you. You don't want to share those data to them. So that's why I think this become decentralized way become a, a good way to do that, right? right. Uh, and also uh, I can give you like, like on charity, uh, like like all like casinos, I think the blockchain is also very good because mm -hmm. um, it's increased the uh, transparency uh, uh, and also uh, increased the uh, trust. Right. So um, when you um, design this model, you must make sure like global like trust uh, and all these um, uh, elements is the key parts of the business. Uh, I think um, that's why the blockchain can play like a very important role in this kind of the business. Right, for sure. Yeah. But, you know, also um, yeah. because everything is transparent on yeah. the blockchain. Yeah. So, you know, people who are concerned about their yeah. data and all yeah. of that, I mean, how yeah. how is Tron ensuring that there is privacy and that data is kept safe? Yeah, exactly. So basically, um, I think this is kind of like a, um, uh, like, like two sides of the, uh, uh, we, we need to make a choice. Uh, first of all, I think the transparency is very important uh, and also the governance. How, that's how create people uh, have this trust in this network, right? Mm -hmm. And also I think the transparency uh, and, and, and I think the uh, privacy is also important uh, for the network. So that's why uh, I think in the next year, Q1, it's also Q1, uh, we will adopt the, uh, the ZK snack into our network. Mm -hmm. uh, so zero uh, pro knowledge proof mm -hmm. uh, into our network. This is uh, kind of how we can improve the privacy in the whole network. So in the future, if you want to uh, have these privacy transactions and the private uh, address, we can also make sure like if you uh, use the address, like anybody, uh, they cannot like see you, uh, the transaction can be untraceable. Mm -hmm. So um, um, it's depend, like we provide like a different solution mm -hmm. and depend on your preference, you can choose the different one. I see, so you're adding zero knowledge proof to your network, yeah, ex exactly. to the Tron network. Yeah, exactly. I uh, see. Yeah. And I think we released this uh, roadmap in the Q3 uh, okay. this year and uh, will be shipped in next year Q1. 
Wow, yeah. great. So, so exciting things yeah, to it, come. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so also, Justin, um, I've been following your work. I've, yeah. I've covered your work a few times as yeah. well. And I know that you're big with donating to yeah. blockchain-based charitable organizations. Exactly. Um, can you talk a little bit about that and, and why blockchain-based charitable organizations yeah. is, is better for charities? Yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, like the charity um, nowadays is also a booming industry, actually. Mm -hmm. uh, I think because uh, in the old time, people uh, just think like the charity is just some rich people trying to donate some money, maybe mm -hmm. uh, to hold those... Uh, a gala to hold some events, right? Mm -hmm. But I think with the blockchain, this disruptive technology, we can change like the um, like the charity into like a brand new way how we can like help the world or uh, empower like 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 the industry. Mm -hmm. I can give you some example. Um, the first um, the first thing is like uh, for example, without like a blockchain. When like the earthquake happens, for for example, recently we just like donate money to like some incident in J Japan, right? Mm. So uh, when this kind of happened before that, uh, we we all know the news is like Japanese people make donation to this kind of the incident, right? Mm -hmm. And the, any other governments they uh, make donation to 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 those countries, right? Mm -hmm. Because for like ordinary people, we can't like make any donation at all mm -hmm. because we need to cross like a huge amount amount of the like the middleman, mm -hmm. and we need to do the wire transaction, and even I don't know like what's the account, right? right. And all these things is very complicated. Mm -hmm. When the money and the resources reach out to those people, maybe the incident is over, right? Those people who needed the most that they already dead or something right but for the blockchain uh, uh, for the chair uh, chari charity mm -hmm. uh, for example the transaction is instant mm -hmm. it's all like a global transaction right mm -hmm. it's like instant and also it's for the small amount because the transaction fee is so low mm -hmm. so you don't cost like a penny to do the transaction really yeah exactly wow. our train network our transaction is like zero transaction fee and people can donate to charities through the tron network yeah yeah exactly okay, i see so that's why you can do like a, even like a small amount of the uh charity mm -hmm. and also you can see because like the tron network is all transparent mm -hmm. you can see the address so it's very easy to do the auditing mm -hmm. um and to increase the transparency for the charity uh, char charity organization mm -hmm. it, it's the same with the binance it's the same they mm -hmm. build like this uh kind of the platform you can see like uh, every transaction goes to what account mm -hmm. and what was this account for mm -hmm. so it's very transparent everybody can trace mm -hmm. uh it's not like secret anymore and this is very friendly to small amount of donation to um a cross-border donation like to increase the transparency so i think in the future the um, charity is not just belong to like rich people mm -hmm. they can become like ordinary people like everyone can donate money actually mm -hmm. to something they, they think is uh trustworthy or um they care about something they can definitely do, do the donation for themselves right do you choose which blockchain based charities are involved with the tron network yeah First, uh, when we first come to the industry, because we don't know like the charity industry at all, right? Mm -hmm. So that's why uh, first we donate like $3 million to the Binance Charity Fund because mm -hmm. we know Binance very well. Okay. Uh, I believe their uh, capability of like uh, uh, disrupt the 
whole like industry. So that's why we first we choose the Binance as our partner to expand our uh, thoughts on the charity. Mm. Uh, but in the future, I think we definitely we want to collaborate with all those famous charity foundation, mm -hmm. uh, trying to increase like this kind of the engagement. Right. I think the engagement is very important, right? So like make it like everybody care about the charity and uh, make them it easier to do the donation and increase the transparency of the whole industry. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a wonderful use case. I mean, yeah. that's really blockchain for yeah. social good. Yeah, exactly. So that's amazing. Yeah. And then I also heard that you recently donated $10,000 to reverse the net neutrality yeah. decision. Yeah. Can you yeah, talk exactly. a little bit about that? Yeah. Uh, so like, like the net neutrality is also very um, important uh, nowadays in the Silicon Valley mm -hmm. because we are, um, I think this kind of like, we have like the, this like same movement with like, like the blockchain industry. Actually, I think the net uh, neutrality is also the perfect like user case of the blockchain. Uh, because you know, uh, this kind of idea was raised by um, because we think like the internet when it, it first invented is like for everybody. Mm -hmm. But when the internet was grow bigger and bigger, we find out like uh, like the Google, Amazon, Facebook, and all these giants uh, um, uh, companies they control the data, they control like like all the power of the internet right mm -hmm. so that's why we want this like net neutrality mm -hmm. and also um i can give you an example like a uh, BitTorrent. actually we are also suffer from the net neutrality problem mm -hmm. um one of the examples they gave about net neutrality is comcast actually, actually is the comcast like deliberately they cut the 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 uh, BitTorrent uh transaction uh, speed and the, they trying to minimize the upload you you upload to the network uh -huh. uh, because they want to Comcast want you they want you they don't want you to uh, like upload the um, like actually the bandwidth for free the uh -huh. content for free they want to control this right. so that's why you can see even the um, internet infrastructure was built for free for everyone mm -hmm. once you have like some central nodes or central superpower um, they can very easy to manipulate the network mm -hmm. uh, even the this is not like the will of the users right it's not like the will of the customers they mm -hmm. can still trying to uh, uh, like like underground they can uh, manipulate um, those things so that's why we want to advocate for like net neutrality right. so we want all those like a big company to um, to follow the um, follow these rules uh, to make the internet a bad place yeah and yeah. I mean I think it's needed like content yeah. should be available to everyone yeah exactly but what I think is really great about this is that people are being incentivized yeah. to share and upload their yeah, content exactly. so it, it makes sense and also the incentive for us is goes to like everybody mm -hmm. so I think I can give also give you an example actually when uh, we use like Facebook they sell the ads to to the consumers right Actually, those ads like revenue profit um, should give to like everybody because mm -hmm. it's you like watching the ads. Mm -hmm. But right now, the, it's like Facebook become like the middleman. Yeah. They got like all the profits. I think that's also um, in the future uh, we will disruptive. Is um, is we will put like data to like everybody they control on their own, mm -hmm. and when they transfer the data to like anywhere else, they receive the money. Mm -hmm. So that's also provide like a possibility to everyone. If you can very easier to have like a a, a bank account, 
to have like an account to receive the money in the first place. Mm -hmm. Because you know, like when uh, I think U.S. is fine, but for outside of the U.S., like most of the country, like 70, 80 percent of the people is unbanked. Mm -hmm. They don't even like have like credit card, bank account. So if you want to send them the money, uh, they don't have like an account to receive that actually. Mm -hmm. So for the blockchain industry right now, for the Tron, um, you can like just like uh, open like a Tron account, zero fee by seconds, right? You can get like a Tron address. Everybody can send you the cryptocurrency you can receive by seconds. Right. Also, that's why I think empowered by the BitTorrent, we will introduce this kind of the uh, things for lots of the people. Right. For 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 most of the BitTorrent users, I think we will launch our uh, product in Q1. Okay. This is not only the first crypto uh, they receive. For most of them, this is even the first bank account they have. Yeah. This is the first financial service they have in their lifetime. Right. I mean, that's one of the main reasons yeah. that we need cryptocurrency yeah, to help exactly. bank the unbanked. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, Justin, you have an interesting background. I've heard yeah. a little bit about how you got involved yeah. in blockchain and crypto. Yeah. But could you kind of um, tell the, the listeners and yeah. the viewers out there about how you got involved in this space and what drew you to that? Yeah, exactly. Um, so, first of all, when I um, get into the crypto, um, I was like in um, Pennsylvania. Uh, I was studying my graduate. Uh, I was on graduate school. So basically, I uh, in so basically, I'm in the school. I'm not like in the business. But when I first get into uh, know about Bitcoin uh, in 2013, uh, I read about like the New York Times to introduce like how like Bitcoin works and how blockchain works. At that time, I think the blockchain is just like the technology inside of the uh, Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not like the concept we have today mm -hmm. for the blockchain, smart contracts, uh, all these like very um, uh, popular idea. At that time, blockchain was uh, and Bitcoin is just considered like like the uh, something like secret mm -hmm. in like the geek, uh, yeah. geek kind of things. Um, I think the first thing I heard up about the blockchain and, and the Bitcoin, I was like uh, fascinating about this idea is about this is like the first uh, money come from the internet. Right. So this is like the internet currency. Yeah. Um, so before uh, before the Bitcoin was first invented, uh, the internet has been like all around the world for a long time, right? We have all these like loyalty coins, like like a QQ coins and, and these these like kind of miles large miles like hang around in like the the um, internet industry, but we don't have like a, a currency like uh, rooted like in the deep of the internet itself. Right. So that's why the the first idea I got I think is pretty cool. I think this is may become like the uh, the dollars in the, the for the internet, right? Yeah. And I think this is also very uh, young people friendly. Right. Because when I first get to know the blockchain and the Bitcoin, I think this is the money for the young people. And when I first introduced to my father, mm -hmm. uh, he actually uh, need like a long time to figure out what that is actually. Uh, he, he actually don't understand the difference between like the Bitcoin, like US dollar, actually what's the difference, right? My parents also. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they, they, they cannot like understand this kind of the internet money, mm -hmm. this kind of things, right? Right. Because you know, like the, the Bitcoin is like in the internet. They don't have, you don't have like the, 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 the real 
like like literally the Bitcoin, right? So to span, it's like all in internet, like controlled by the computers. Right. I think that's the first time we have this kind of the currency. Right. So that's why it's got me like very uh, exciting. Uh, and I keep like reading like all those Bitcoin paper and Bitcoin news like every day. Uh-huh. At that time, I was like prepared for law school. Oh wow! Yeah, exactly. So you went from law school yeah, to being uh, the CEO yeah. of China. <laughs> I take the LSAT, uh-huh. uh, and I actually got like a good score. Yeah. Um, and then I apply for those law schools, but actually the Bitcoin like like um. Disruptive, like whole my, all my life, yeah. I like spending like all the all the Bitcoin stuff. That's why I abandoned like the the uh, the application. Uh, I dropped the application, and then I uh, come from the Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and then I fly to um, uh, San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, to join the like the crypto community uh-huh. and start my uh, crypto career. Yeah, so definitely, I believe like the the crypto changed my life. Right. Uh, if it's not like crypto, Bitcoin, I may become like a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, can, you, you can, should can. write a book on this. I mean, yeah, I think exactly. your background is fascinating and it yeah. really shows like crypto can change your life. Yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly. for me, I'm just reading crypto and blockchain news. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask you one more question, yeah. Dustin. Yeah. So recently you tweeted out something. Yeah. So Tron is doing very well. Yeah. And you tweeted, um, I can't remember the exact words, but it was something like, Ethereum transactions will yeah. not surpass yeah. Tron's anymore. anymore. In, my, in my lifetime. In my, yeah, so that was that was yeah. a, a you know pretty yeah. controversial tweet. Could yeah. you kind of elaborate on that? Yeah, exactly. I think the first thing is comes out is because you know the the Ethereum keep like postpone their their um, their timeline mm-hmm. to launch their a new version of the Ethereum Ethereum. 2.0, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. Uh, because they want to change to like a POS version to improve their TPS. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, first thing, first things I don't believe like Ethereum can, can like change from POW to POS anymore. Okay. Because they have like so much conflicts and interest conflicts in inside of the Ethereum. Mm-hmm. If you like change from POS to POW. Those Ethereum miners, they won't agree on that, you know. Uh-huh. So um, there's lots of the um, things going on, and it's very hard for them to reach like agreement to pass into like the 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 um, the POS model. Mm-hmm. So Ethereum right now, the transaction daily transaction is always stuck to like 500, 600k or something. Um, so, but right now the trunk is like 1.2 million. Mm-hmm. So we are two times better than the Ethereum, mm-hmm. and we are keep like growing like every day. Mm-hmm. So I um, think at the end of this year we will have like five million transactions a day, like ten times than Ethereum. Yeah. So um, uh, and then the moment I uh, send send out this tweet is the the uh, the moment we surpass the highest transaction oh, in wow. the Ethereum history. I think the history is uh, is the bull market uh, this year. Uh, Ethereum reached to like 1.3 million like mm-hmm. a day, uh, and then because uh, like the, I think it's just two days ago we passed this, so that's why I tweet tweet like this. Wow, yeah. well that was a bold tweet, but I'm glad yeah. you tweeted it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Justin, thank you so much. This yeah. has been a real pleasure. Yeah. I I'm a big fan of Tron yeah. and your work, so I think it's wonderful what you're doing, and I'm yeah. so glad I had the opportunity to uh, interview you. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks.
Here goes the sun. Do 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 do. Wow, that that was pretty awesome, man. Justin Sun Tron. Wow. He looks like he's fourteen. I mean, if you look at pictures of the guy, he just he looks so freaking young. He is young, Joel. He's younger. How old is he? Um, I think he's. You know, I don't know. I just know that he's younger than me, which makes me feel really old. But he he's he's young. Those those yeah, whippersnappers and blockchain. Yeah, I tell you, those young people, oh, young kids these the hell days. Hell. Oh, the hell. It's like what? What we're like what we're like those we're like those two grumpy old uh, Muppets. Oh, uh, Statler and Waldorf. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's one thing we've not actually talked about yet on the show, but it's like we've chatted about doing it on our own is actually getting our own personal Muppets made. Which I think would be hilarious. And, and probably the most narcissistic thing we could possibly do. But oh my God, if we did like little videos with the Joel and Travis Bad Crypto Muppets, that would be so great. Well, <laughs> thanks, Rachel, for, for bringing us uh, the interview with Justin. And again, everybody in the Republic of Bad Cryptopia, hop on over to thecryptochick.io and subscribe to the show. Uh, who's your guest in episode number one, Rachel? Yeah, so episode number one features David Johnston, and David actually coined the term DApps, Decentralized Applications, and he wrote a paper on DApps back, I think, in 2013. So the interview with David is really, really good, really thorough. Not only do we talk about DApps, but we also talk about the future of cryptocurrency and blockchain and new payment systems. So it's, it's a really good interview. He's very insightful. And he he wordifies too because he made up the term DApps. Yeah, he yeah he does, and he told me so. I used to call it DApps, but apparently it's called DApps. Mm, well. Travis, eat a bag of DApps. <laughs> oh, that's <weird>. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for listening, everybody. While you're hopping over to subscribe to the Crypto Check at thecryptochick.io, also make sure that you leave a review for Rachel's new podcast and share, uh, subscribe and follow, spread the word and you will be supporting the Republic of Bad Cryptopia so that we can keep creating more great content and stay true to the prime directive of Citizens of the Republic, which is to stay bad. Who's bad? The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.